I've got a great fly fishing founders episode for you today as part of the drift boat season. If you've ever wondered if there is something better than that old 35 pound pyramid of lead you've been scraping down the river, I've got a great solution for you today. This is the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. Welcome to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show, where you discover tips, tricks, and tools from the leading names in fly fishing today. Hey, how's it going today? Thanks for stopping by the Fly Fishing Show. Hey, I want to also announce before we get started, Troy Stang as the winner of the BW Sports Rod Holder. Uh, just join me in thanking Troy. Troy, if you're listening, congrats. And uh, definitely would love to hear how, how it's going with the rod holder. Uh, we're also giving away a brand new tornado anchor as part of this podcast. Uh, one lucky person is going to get a tornado anchor and a wet fly swing trucker hat. Uh, head over to wetflyswing.com slash giveaway and just enter your name uh, and you can be entered right there for the hat. Super easy. Um, and, and the anchor. So the hat and the anchor. Give a shot and uh, good luck. Keith Webster shares the story of creating the most unique and uh, much more eco-friendly anchor for your boat. We find out why it stops you better, which companies and shops are buying it uh, right now, and uh, how one guide lost 10 pounds of his old pyramid anchor uh, in the river. That's 10 pounds uh, in, in the river. So, Before we get started, let's hear from our sponsors. Sawyer offers a full line of modern and traditional products for oarsmen, canoeists, kayakers, and paddlers from all genres, providing unsurpassed function, performance, and beauty. The Sawyer Artisan Oar is their very popular square top oar. These oars showcase Sawyer's and the artist's ability to create rugged yet highly functional art. Head over to wetflyswing.com Sawyer to grab your set today. That's Sawyer, S-A-W-Y-E-R, to get started right now. TurtleBox is a new company I've been working with this year. Unlike most other portable speakers out there, the TurtleBox was specifically built with a sportsman in mind. The quality of this speaker is truly unreal. I've talked with the guys at TurtleBox, solid dudes by the way. They love the outdoors and are all avid sportsmen. This is a product I can truly say does not disappoint. Go ahead and check the guys out at TurtleBoxAudio.com. Yeah, without further ado, here is uh, Keith Webster from TornadoAnchors.com. How's it going, Keith? Good, Dave. How are you doing? Good, good. Yeah, this is uh, this is this is cool. I was just thinking, um, you know, when we when I first mentioned this to you, I said, "Hey, you know, what do you think about doing a podcast?" And you said, "Man, I don't know. Podcast on acres? Are we going to have enough to talk about with with acres?" <laughs> right. But. Um, you know, this is part of the the drift boat series. I can't remember what episode we're on now. I think like it's in the yeah, you know, we're above ten, below twenty. But I mean, we've had a ton of episodes on drift boats and stuff like that. But this is just another product, and your product is unique because it's it looks totally different than your normal pyramid anchor or rail, really anything. So we're gonna get into that mostly today. But um, I didn't. I'm not even sure. Are you? Do you do some fishing, fly fishing, anything like that? Absolutely, yeah. I, I'm an avid fly fisherman here in the Midwest. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, really going after summer smallmouth is kind of our thing out here. Um, but also lucky enough, living in the Chicagoland area where we do have some trout water a short drive away. So we've got the Driftless area. Oh, wow. Wisconsin, and then we've got western Michigan with all the steelhead and, uh, and trout and all those rivers. So uh, even though Chicago maybe isn't the best outdoor destination, um, pretty close. We've got some great fishing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in it. Definitely, you're up in that that heart. 
It's it's for us people that listen to this show. We've got I I can see the hot spots. You know, there's people all over the country that listen, but definitely that Midwest, you know, all the way over to the East Coast, that northern part is definitely a hot spot. Um, so uh, cool. Well, and you guys have out there. I mean, there's definitely some. You see some drift boats and things like that. Is that is that pretty uh, pretty common? Yeah. What, what what types of boats are you guys seeing out there? I mean, really. I mean, because our water is pretty diverse. I mean, we we've got a little bit of everything. Um, you know, starting from the smaller stuff, all you know, from fi- single man fishing kayaks um, to a lot of Midwest style rafts. You know, your fly crafts <laughs> style rafts, um, as well as you know, full size drift boats, and then even sleds, depending on some of the bigger rivers uh, in Michigan. So we pretty much have probably I would say a really wide, probably maybe even the widest variety of different fishing ca- craft used because our rivers are kind of diverse out here. Yeah. Okay. And so you pretty much are the, your anchor is set for. I mean, your focus is kind of uh, drift boats, rafts, sleds. Are there other people that might use this thing, or is that the focus? I mean, that that's the focus. But what we're finding now, just in our in our second year here, is that there are probably some more applications. Like we started off really specifically going after fly fishing river use. So that being, you know, your rafts and your traditional drift boats and sleds. Um, but now we're finding that you know the anchor is working really well, and so single man inflatables. Um, even recreational use, pontoon boats and lake settings, uh, even some intercoastal usage on skiffs um, has been starting to kind of develop a little bit, which is really interesting. Maybe we can just start there and talk about, you know, the anchor itself, uh, you know, tornado anchor. It's, um, you know, maybe just think of somebody who hasn't seen it before, describe what it, what it looks like, what it does and all that stuff. Sure. I mean, and maybe I'll take it one step even further back. I mean, so the creation of the anchor was completely out of need or necessity. I mean, so I'm a raft owner and I was on a trip uh, in Western Michigan and literally fought my pyramid style anchor for, for the whole weekend. And I had a six hour drive home by myself and I literally, I mean, it, it sounds silly, but after that whole trip, that was the one thing that absolutely bothered me was that the performance of my anchor was poor. Um, and I drove home that six hours with the radio off and, uh, just contemplating how can I solve, how, how can I make a better anchor? Hmm. <laughs> well, what, what can I do to, to in, enhance the performance of what literally, you know, up until that point, my experience with anchors was literally just a pyramid style anchor was all I'd ever seen, all I'd ever known. Um, so literally on that drive home, I just pondered and thought. And literally, by the time I got into my driveway, I, I had this idea of an anchor that was more kinetic. It had motion to it. Um, and, you know, a series. And so going that developed into what the tornado anchor is now, which is a series of stacked galvanized steel plates on, on an eye bolt mm-hmm. that independent each blade independently rotates to allow the corners and the edges of each of those blades to grab as much surface as possible to create drag and to then slow the boat down yeah so you know if you've ever seen it before i mean i guess i say it kind of looks like one of those wind chimes that you see hanging from a tree where you know if when the wind catches those and they kind of spin and rotate and change shape uh, the tornado anchor does the same thing, but does it in water. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put a, uh, I'll put a link out in the show notes. So somebody, everybody can take a look. There's probably a, probably a video out there. Uh, they, you know, everybody can see it. Sure. So, so the idea is that it, um, 
I mean, it stops. I, I, you sent me one, so I've been using it and it definitely stops, you know, stops really well. I mean, I've been using the pyramid anchor for a long time. I've used the, um, I used to use a chain anchor on a raft. Like if you take a set of tire chains and you, you strap one mm-hmm. together, you, you can make a kind of a similar thing to what you're talking about because it, it forms to the bed. I mean, why do you think this anchor stops uh, better than say a pyramid anchor? Well, I mean, simply because it, it's got more engaged corners and edges than what a traditional three or four sided pyramid would have. Um, the traditional pyramid anchor uses one leading edge and the, then the total weight of the anchor to create the drag needed to stop the boat. Um, and for whatever reason, if you lose that edge, that anchor is going to hop or roll or skip until it finds its nest, next point of purchase to be able to try to create that drag again. The Trinity anchor has, depending on what the weight is, 16 times more possibility of catching and keeping the edge, that first edge that you find to be able to stop your boat faster. Gotcha. And what about, um, what about weight? How do you know, like what sizes do you have? How how would somebody just generally know, you know, if they have a raft, say a little raft, big raft, how would they know what weight anchor to get? (laughs) It's that, that's a huge variable. I mean, it really depends. It depends on the, on the boat or the raft that you have and the waters that you typically float. Let's take a drift boat. Say somebody had a standard, uh, well, what's it, what's the drift boat you guys see out there in your neck of the woods a lot? Uh, we're Midwest, so we've got a lot of stealth crafts. Yeah. There. So let's say a stealth craft, like your typical, what do they make those probably 16 footers typically? Yeah. I mean, it's anywhere between like, like 14 and 15 footers are, are the two probably standard models. Uh-huh. Um, and, and typically in, in those, and in most cases, so not only stealth craft, but, but you know, clacks and hides yeah. and adipose, um, usually fiberglass drift boat 14, around 14, 15 feet. Most 90% of the time, that's going to be a, our 34-pound model. Um, that That's kind of like the do-it-all size anchor. Um, okay. And, and most people are familiar with that. Most people with those boats typically are running a 30 or 35-pound pyramid. So we've kind of, we have 34 pounds, which is kind of a tweener. It's right in between what, what, you know, the two weights that people are comfortable with. And it really is the workhorse. Um, going back, as far as what we offer, we offer anchors from... As, as light as six pounds hmm. all the way up to 45 pounds standard so there's a six a 10 a 15 an 18 a 25 a 34 and a 45 those are all standard weights yeah um we also offer the option if for whatever reason you need something specific we have the ability to customize it to a point where if somebody really thinks they need a 40 pound anchor or they really need a 30 pound anchor uh, we have the ability to to build up anchors to meet an exact need if necessary but i would say that 95 percent of the time one of those standard weights is going to do the trick Gotcha. Yeah, that's right. And you guys have, so, I mean, where do you think this is, you know, as far as the, uh, anchor itself from where you started the original idea to where it is now, has it evolved a lot? And where do you think it's going the next five years from now? Oh man, great question. Well, I mean, as far as the design goes, uh, I think we're really happy with it. Um, you know, we've, we've got a great response from the industry, um, dealing with a lot of guides, a lot of shops, some boat builders, um, as far as, being comfortable with the performance of the anchor and, and feeling strongly that it's the best performing anchor in the industry. Um, so as far as design goes, I think we're pretty close to being there and we're really comfortable with it. Um, as far as where it can go from, from today, man, I don't know. The sky's the limit. I mean, it's, it's blown my mind. The last, you know, so we've been doing this for just about just over a year and a half or so. Yeah. And, uh, from, it really started as, 
I don't even know, a garage project, a personal kind of venture, uh, really not knowing or thinking that that many people would be interested in it um, to where we are today, which has just been fantastic. Yeah. And where could it go from now? I don't know. I guess here, the mission statement of Tornado Anchors yeah. is, I mean, humbly, our goal is is to turn the Tornado Anchor into the industry standard drift boat and river anchor. Mm-hmm. So whatever that means, um, that's kind of our goal. Yeah, gotcha. And and the other anchor, so again, you know, the pyramid anchor is the one I think, think people think about. Uh, are there other anchors that people use on drift boats? I mean, could you describe those? What are drift boats or rafts? What else? I, I mentioned the chain, but are there other things people are using? Yeah, I mean, I think we're pretty much it. There, there's probably three traditional style. I mean, and, and by far the pyramid, the, the four, the three and four sided pyramid is by far the most popular or most familiar. Um, the second one would maybe be what we call the animus, animal style anchor, which is kind of a steel cylinder that's got welded knobs. Yeah, which 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 I've never used one of those, but man, I would imagine those things get stuck pretty easy. Yeah, they hang up pretty 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 easily. So you you know so but so that's in the marketplace. And then thirdly, like you mentioned, there's you know people who use chain. Um, you know, part of the design process of the anchor too. You know, w- once once we figured out the design and that it was working better. Um, than traditional style anchors, we started looking. That wasn't it for us. We wanted to go forward and um, make sure that the the product, the anchor that we were making, was going to be better than just a better performing anchor. And that so some conservation thoughts went into place. Well, you know, so so the next thing, you know, after you know, I was kind of developing and designing the anchor. The idea of having a thirty five pound piece of lead as the tool that you use to stop your boat in a river that typically has regulations and not even more than that, just places that we love places that we would like to conserve and and keep safe. Um, I found it kind of ironic that we're the standard equipment that we're using to go in the water is a big hunk of lead. So the the very, (laughs) you know, the thing that we said was make sure that we were going to build an anchor that was going to be completely eco-friendly or inert in, in the water environment. So, um, you know, there's no lead in our, in our anchors whatsoever. The, the whole anchor is made out of galvanized steel. Uh, so that's the eye bolt and, and all the blades that, that are used in the construction of the anchor. Um, and then the other thing too, is there is some habitat preservation as well with the anchor, because if you have an anchor that stops faster, than a competitor anchor or a different style anchor, you're disrupting less of the river bottom. So you want to talk about invertebrates or bug life or, or just the state of the natural river. Um, the faster you can stop your boat, the less damage or manipulation you're doing to the river bottom. So we're trying to make it, you know, the product a, a win-win-win situation where it's an anchor that works better than what you're used to. Um, it's built out of better materials than what you'll find else in the marketplace, and it'll stop you faster, which equals a safer experience and a better experience for the river that you're floating on as well. Yeah, yeah, and, that, and I mean that hits hard. The conservation piece should, I mean that that's the super selling point. You know, I mean if anybody yeah. hears that and doesn't, I mean that just that, that when you just say that, right? It's like lead. Wow, a whole thing of lead. I mean, we've had. You know, you talk about lead on split shot and stuff like that and how there's a big movement, you know, obviously sure. to get that out of the river too. I mean, this is just, and you, you know, your anchor is probably losing little pieces of lead on rock, right? And all over the yeah. place. 
I hear it all the time. I, I've got actually a guide that um, helped me with the development of the anchor. And when I sent him the anchor, I asked him, like, you know, what weight would you like? And he's like, oh, I'll take, you know, 34-pounder. He's like, I'm used to a 35-pounder. And uh, when he got the anchor in the mail, he called me. And the first thing he said is, he's like, why is your anchor so heavy? Hmm. And I said, it weighs 34 pounds. I'm positive. Yeah. He's like, there's no way. He's like, it's so much heavier than the anchor that I use. And I said, well, I'm like, how much does your anchor weigh? And he's like, well, it says 35 pounds. I'm like, go weigh it. Um, he weighed the anchor. I, I believe it was something like 26 pounds. <laughs> so he had lost nine pounds of lead in the river over however many years he had been using that, that pyramid style anchor. And it was just became normal to him because that was just what he, what he used. But yeah, like I said, in the river that he guides and makes his living on, he deposited nine pounds of lead right. into that river, which Damn. was it was shocking for all of us. I mean, we all knew that we that they lost some weight, but I mean, geez, that that's a ton. Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. So, so yeah, so that definitely is a, a big bonus. Um, so let's talk about your boat. So, what what type of raft? You said you have a raft. What, what do you got there? I do. I have Stealthcraft Hooligan XL. Okay, which Still- is kind of a larger style three man raft. Three man. So, how what is that like? Twelve feet or something? Um, 14 and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. 14. Gosh. Stealth. Yeah, oh. it's, it's, it's longer, but it's, it's just narrower at the beginning. Gotcha. So this is, yeah, this is stealth. Craft. So the same company that makes the drift boats also makes rafts. Correct. Correct. And, and have they been doing that for a while? Oh uh, yeah. I yeah. believe they've been doing the hooligan for maybe six or seven years. Okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you guys stealth. Craft. And then on that raft, what's the, you know, what's the anchor system set up? How do you, how's the rope? I mean, pretty much with the anchor, you got your anchor. What else do you have with that? You know, the goal. I mean, it's pretty much standard, like, you know, what you'd be, what you'd find in a drift boat. So, um, just working, you, you got an, a rope that's integrated into the frame. Um, that's got uh, a cleat stop, you know, yep. at the rower station, uh, then it goes, goes through the frame, goes off of an anchor arm in the back and, and swings off the back of the transom off of the back frame. Yeah. Um, I run a pulley system with it as well. Um, so it, it doubles up and that just helps a little bit with oh. ease of, of, uh, of retracting the anchor. Um, is the pulley I, system off the, uh, that's off the very back. It's yeah, like it a, actually uh, sits. Yeah. Yeah. And it sits actually, it's free of the frame. It sits, you know, right above where it's actually attached to the anchor. So it's kind of a pulley swivel system. So, yeah. um, you, you double rope it. So I run like, I, yeah. we don't have that deep water. So, I mean, I, I don't run that much rope, maybe 30 feet of rope or so. Um, and yeah, it, it works great. Yeah. You know, and on that raft, you know, more often than not, we're running three guys on that raft and we're all bigger guys. So it's a pretty loaded down raft. Um, and with that, a 25 pound anchor is what I've started using and what I've only used pretty much all over the country with that raft. And it's, uh, and it's plenty enough to stop that boat. Yeah. And does it stop? I mean, that's the thing, I guess, you know, if you're in some heavier water, I mean, well, that's always struggle with any anchor, right? You got to know where to anchor up. But well, yeah, yeah. There, there's there's some boatmanship in this too, and I, and I and I get this question a lot when I'm talking with customers, is um, just because you can stop doesn't mean that you should stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so so knowing the river and uh, where the safe spot is to anchor, I mean, you don't want to be anchoring in the middle of a shoot or in a drop off or in a run, you know, you, you want to have, and again, and I know that situations, you know, can pop up where you might have to do that. But again, as normal operating, you, you kind of want to get yourself into a back eddy or get yourself to the bank a little bit, um, to be able to, to anchor if, and when you can. 
um, because you can create a pretty dangerous situation. I mean, anchoring arguably could be one of the most dangerous things you're doing on a drift boat through the course of your day, depending on the river that you're on. Yep. Yep. Totally. When you, um, I mean, I was just thinking, you know, other boats, you mentioned the rafts, drift boats, things like that. I mean, are, are kayaks or are you talking to kayaks, kayakers? As yeah, well? we're just, yeah. We're just starting, you know, I mean, so when we started the company, we just started pretty much with the 25, 34 and 45 pound models. I mean, really catering towards, you know, what we call a traditional standard drift boat raft kind of market. But, uh, pretty quickly we realized that the smaller, the lighter weight models, there was a lot of interest for that as well. So, you know, talking about water masters and mm-hmm. you know all their rafts are single and double yep. mad rafts um and then fishing kayaks that anchoring was an issue for 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 those crafts as well and so we kind of worked with some of those oems with some customers and and developed a smaller lighter weight uh tornado anchor that would be able to accommodate those kind of watercraft yep yep perfect perfect so yeah and you're well how does that look now so you go out there as far as the, um, you know, the outreach and the selling part, how, how do you know, like when you look at your week or what your month, you know, where are you going? Who are you talking to? How, how do you, how have you dug into that? I, I mean, it, it's been a whirlwind to be perfectly honest with you. I mean, we started uh, a year ago, pretty much targeting and trying to talk to guides throughout the country, figuring that they were the sphere of influence. They were the people that were on the water the most. They were the ones that had the most experience with anchor and anchor usage and so that was the goal last year and it was it was pretty successful i think currently we're probably over 180 guides in the in the in the u.s that are using the anchor Mm -hmm. now um and really using them to kind of uh verify that the anchor did what we said it was going to do um and and from that it's kind of it's spilled off into a lot of fly shops now Mm-hmm. Um, are, are carrying the anchor and as of this spring uh, really starting to work with with some of the OEMs and starting to get the anchor in line on build sheets uh, for for boats that they're cranking out now gotcha yeah so you're so this year is going to be the, uh, the so you, you had the guide the guide year and, and what's the focus going to be the rest of this year yeah, I mean, really, what it's going to be support. I mean, it's it's fly shop and and, and yeah. boat OEMs is is really what's and what's the, the OEM focus. again? Uh, OEMs, you know, so p- companies like Stealthcraft and Stream Tech Boats uh, and Row Drift Boats, uh, Watermaster. These are all companies that we're working with, uh, developing and offering anchors directly through them for the boats that they're building. Yeah, that's right. So somebody, so somebody buys one of those boats and they just they get an anchor, or they get an anchor with it, or they can buy it with it. Correct. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it seems like, um, and who are the you know the other companies, right? The pyramid. I mean, are there are there a like hundreds of those companies, or is there like one main company that's selling those things? There's more. I would probably say it's more like hundreds of those companies. Yeah. Um, you know, and and that's the thing about lead, is that. And the reason why it's probably been used for decades is the ease of manufacturing. So literally anybody can can make themselves a pyramid anchor if you make yourself a pretty crude casting mold and sit in the backyard. And as long as you've got raw lead, you can melt that stuff down and form it however you want. Um, although I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> it's not very yeah. healthy for you. But because of that, there's a lot of small shops and you know, in, in different markets where I think that they were just casting 
these lead anchors almost kind of as a side project in the in the back of the shop somewhere. Um, at least that's what I've found through the last year or so. Um, and also, they a lot of these are imported as well. So oh, yeah. you've got some 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 marine companies that will just bring in container loads of right. of lead anchors from from China or wherever it comes from. Yeah, and then they get dispersed in the market Man. in the U.S. market that way. Man, it seems like it's kind of like a no brainer. I mean, I'm sure the struggle for you is just you know getting the word out. But I mean, there's no question, especially in the well. I mean, that's the thing, especially in the fly fishing space. There's no question somebody comes up and you know probably some people haven't even thought about that much, right? They don't even know realize they're holding a 30 pound piece of lead um you know yeah it's awareness yeah you know it's it's teaching you know and 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 again i've dealt with this a ton over the year too is that a lot of the times you know even guides have been doing this for a lifetime they they consider there's no thought to that part that component to the to the anchor component of their drift boat it's just like oh yeah it's just an anchor yeah and it's kind of bringing awareness to okay that just an anchor is yeah. 30 pounds of lead and we could offer you something that works better, safer, easier to right. use. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and really kind of, you know, really kind of walk through all the benefits to potentially choosing our product. And at, hopefully at the end of the day, when they, when they, you know, you discuss, discuss all that stuff. Um, yeah. I hope it's a no brainer. Yeah. No, I think it is. I mean, I mean, there's always some, you know, some selling points. You got to kind of, you know, talk about those a little bit and the struggles for people. I mean, one of them would probably be, you know, obviously the, um, you know, like price, right? So I'm yeah, not price even point sure. Is the number one one. Yeah, Absolutely. Number one. Yeah. So how do you guys, what's your strategy there? How do you, because this is, you know, again, if you have a lead, a 30 pound lead anchor and your anchor, well, and I guess the other struggles, we'll get into price in a sec, but the other struggle is um, uh, not only price, but you're a new company and people are like, well, well, normally this would be a struggle, right? You're the new company. Is this company right. going to be around? The, the thing that I think about the, where that doesn't even factor in is that I don't even know what my old pyramid anchor, I don't know the company. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, who, so I, if I don't know them, why, why wouldn't I go with a company I know like yourself? Right. And I mean, and, and that I guess is just going to take some time. Yeah. And, and like, and we're in it for the long haul. And like, I've said this to a bunch of companies and customers as well. Um, this is not fly by night. This is something that we really believe in. We, we think that we can make a difference um, in the environment side by pushing and trying to sell these anchors as well as creating a better performing product for our customers as well. Yeah. And, and I realize that and, and validity and credibility that just comes with time and hard work um, and we're willing to do it. Yeah. Is this a, this is a side gig for you right now? <sighs> kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's at least how how it started off. It's it's been yeah. morphed into a little bit more than that. We'll we'll see how this year goes and kind of make some decisions. But it's, um, yeah, the growth has been pretty exponential. Totally. Right now. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, it definitely because we've I've talked to you know um, I don't know probably <laughs> probably a hundred you know hundreds of people that you know in the fly fishing space. A lot of people you talk to, it is you know their thing is a side gig because it's you know it's not a huge market. The, the nice no, thing not. about you is that I think um, obviously you know, yours kind of overlaps, not only fly fishing, but you have a broader, just really, I mean, boats in general, you're not going to be selling to a sailboat or anything like that probably, but, or maybe you will, I don't know. Is that something you might, is the market, <laughs> does mean, it end? You know what I mean? Is there a bigger market that you might not even know about? Yeah. I mean, my, my gut is to say, no, I don't think that we're going to have a, an anchor for a sailboat, but I've learned the lesson to say never. It's just been, been changing and so dynamic over the last year. I mean, yeah. If somebody comes to you right now and says, um, you know, um, 
I need a thousand anchors. What, what do you tell them? Absolutely. You can do it. I can do it. You can yeah. Get, so how long would it take we're, you? We're, to, we're, lucky, yeah. we're, we're lucky in the fact as far as uh, on the manufacturing side of this equation, um, we could, at least right now, and I, again, um, be careful what I say, that we could probably make anchors faster than we can sell them right now. Yeah. At, at least for the time being. Yeah. Um, so, so, so we're lucky in that regard, especially with the type of growth that we've experienced over the last couple of months. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're, we can support the industry with this product. I'm, I'm pretty comfortable saying that. Right. Right. Yeah. It's cool to see. It's, uh, you know, obviously I think you're, seems like you're doing it right. I mean, we connected and, you know, we're going to get, uh, I'm not sure how many people are going to right now head over and check out your stuff, but it just seems like, again, you know, we're, we're promoting your thing, but it, it seems like, a it's almost bigger than a, you know, bigger than the product. I think we talked about this before when we were kind of talking on email, but just the conservation piece. It's like just that if you even take out, even if your product is equal to the right. diet, to the, I mean, you're getting this huge benefit to that, to, to just be like, gosh, of course we need to take lead out of the thing. So I don't know, just seems like I'm, I feel like, um, you know, anybody would be happy promoting this thing just because of what you got going. Do you see it? I mean, do you see it as more a conservation piece or more, more of the benefit to the, the, the angler? Um, personally, I, I view it as a conservation piece, but realistically, I probably pitch it as a 50, 50 to people who are the customers who are interested because yeah, I think that's important. I think that I think the product has to work better than what they're used to. Yeah. Right? That's the compelling reason that, you know, again, yeah. and I, and I say that personally because, you know, that's how and why we developed and engineered this anchor was because of my experience that I was not happy with the performance is, is as bad as it sounds to say that it wasn't that I didn't care that I knew I had a lead anchor. I didn't have an option at that time. And that wasn't, that wasn't the prevailing reason why the tornado came to be. It came because of performance, a lack of in my in my pyramid, and then following that up with the fact that we could make it, yeah, better, you know, material wise than what was in the marketplace. So, um, it's turned into that for me. That oh my god, you know, we have the potential to be able to remove thousands of pounds of lead out of our ecosystem. Yeah, that's become massive for me. Um, but as a as for a consumer, I definitely want to let them know that you know the anchor is going to work better. And it's going to be safer. Yep. Yep. So, and, and when you got going, you, yeah, obviously you started, the first thought was the, you know, how to make it work better, like you said, but then you came into it along the way. Did you, when did you realize the, you know, the non-lead thing was a huge, a huge bonus benefit? Well, I mean, it, it was pretty quick in the game. You know, as soon as we got the design kind of figured out, it, it was pretty self-evident that we weren't going to make it out of lead <laughs> and that, yeah. and that we don't nor, nor would we ever want to. Um, and then once we realized that, I mean, understanding the, the scope of that, that how, how beneficial that could really be. I mean, really within the first, you know, the weeks, first weeks of the, of the, the prototype design, we knew that that was, uh, definitely a huge selling point and a benefit to the, to the product. Yeah, this is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool anchor. It's it's definitely a, um, I guess, again, T Keith explained it. The, the two big benefits are it works better than your typical um, anchor, plus it holds better and it's has no lead. So 
that would be the question is like, you know, what, what's more important the, having an anchor that has no lead that gets in the river or the anchor that stops you. But you're saying that, you know, guys yeah. are equal. They see both. Yeah, and I, I, maybe I'm selfish. I mean, I want it all. I mean, I, I want the performance. I, I want the, I want the eco-friendliness as well. I mean, what, you know, here, here's the opportunity where we could have our cake and eat it too. So, so let's take advantage of that. Yep. Perfect. Well, I'm going to keep promoting you guys for sure, because I think this is almost, um, you know, it's, it's, it's like we said, it's bigger than the product. This is like, let's get, let's get 30 pounds of anchor per boat out of the river, uh, the lead. Let's get that lead out of the river. Absolutely. Um, I mean, that, that could be, you know, again, I hear you because the conservation stuff is interesting, uh, because I always, it's the most important thing yet. It doesn't sell. Uh, or, you know what I mean? Like if we did a, po- if we did a podcast right now and the title was conservation anchor or something like that, or get your, you know what I mean? It wouldn't sell as much as if we just said, you know, here's the best anchor for stopping your boat podcast. You know what I mean? Right. That's the, that, that's the crazy thing is that if we did the second one is that, you know, there would be probably twice as many people, if not more. Um, so the conservation stuff kind of, for some reason it doesn't sell. And I think part of it is that people are, are a little bit, um, you know, they don't want to hear some of the negative stuff, right? Because there is a lot of negative stuff around conservation as far as, right. <laughs> we're in a, some right, of these things were in a, a tough place, but so I think that's part of it. So I think what you do, what you're doing it may, is smart, you know, let's hit the benefit, that first benefit. And then, then the second one is just like your, that drives it home. Yeah. And I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, and the other part of this too is popularity, not only not the, of the anchor, but of the sport itself. I mean, the last year that we've all lived through has been tough. But the one thing that's happened is people have gone outside more. And, and you know, in our case, you know, the, probably the fly fishing industry hasn't been busier, you know, than ever, you know, in the last, whatever, 10 months or so. So I think we've all experienced the fact that there's just more people on the rivers than we're probably ever used to. And a lot of those people are new. And a lot of those people are experiencing the river for the first time or buying equipment for the first time. Um, and I think that's even more of a reason to kind of push the conservation side of this, not only for the anchor, but for all the products that they're buying and, and using for the first time to be able to handle the influx of people using our resources to make sure that they're doing it safely and leaving as little of a footprint as possible. Yeah. Perfect, man. Well, I think, um, I think we're pretty good here. Like we said at the start, it's like, how much can you talk about uh, on anchor? <laughs> <laughs> right, Any, anything right. else before we start to think about getting out here, we want to touch on, you know, with tornado anchors or anything, you know, around the anchor, uh, this is, you know, obviously this is part of the, the drift boat season series we have going, but yeah, anything you want to add, uh, Keith? No, I think, I think we've covered pretty much, you know, all the hot topics of the anchor. I, you know, I appreciate your time and I appreciate you having me on. Yeah. What about, uh, just quickly, you know, I always love to hear just kind of a resource. So if somebody, is maybe just got a boat they don't have their anchor system all the stuff you know you talked about um where would they go is there a place they can go and just get well first like where could they get your anchor yeah so i mean you can get it right from the website so you can go to tornadoanchorusa.com um and that way you can learn all about the anchor on the site as well as purchase directly from um as well as also you know go into your local fly shop or talk to the boat builder you yeah. know, of the boat you're getting and, and talk of, you know, that, Hey, I heard about the tornado anchor. Um, yep. chances are they have too. And, you know, you guys can have a pretty competent conversation about how it works with whatever, whatever boat that you're potentially getting. Um, and if it's available. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like you said, you're going to your boat, you know, um, eventually your goal is to be, yeah, when you, when somebody goes and they buy it, looking at stealth craft or Koffler or whoever it is, it's like, they're going to have your anchor sitting there. It's like, here's, here's your anchor. And, 
And again, it's just, it's a no brainer. And you're probably going to have, I mean, my guess is right. Just like any business, like any field, you're going to have some other people that come out with something that looks like yours or functions. Right. So what's your, what's your strategy there when, when the the bigger company comes out and has an equal product? Well, I mean, luckily, and and we spent a lot of time and energy, um, to patent this design. So we've got a full utility patent on the design and the function of the tornado anchor. So in that regard, it's, it's pretty safe from competitors coming in and trying to knock it off. Um, but even as a, a larger statement, I mean, not that I hope that there's competitors that come out, but I don't mind it. If, it, if it's an evolution of, of a product in a category that maybe hasn't been thought about too much, I mean, I'd love to see the next guy that comes along with an anchor design that can yeah. work better than ours, that's safer than ours. I mean, mm-hmm. it's product evolution, and I'm not, I'm not going to be so greedy as to say that I've come up with the best thing ever. I, I just hope that I've kind of maybe pushed the category a little bit more forward, and maybe someone will take it even further. Um, and that'll be better for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. This is cool, man. This is going to be fun to watch because you're only, like you said, two years into this thing. And it's, I think I first heard about it at the, um, I think the Portland fly shop, right? Uh, Jason yep. over there. Yeah. I think yep. I saw it. I think he posted on Instagram or something. I was like, wow, that, that's interesting. And, um, so it seems like, you know, and that local thing, of course, and especially in fly fishing is huge. It was interesting because we had a, I really did a weird uh, episode for us this week. I did a, a Fort George brewery as a local, you know, obviously we, this is, that was the first time I've talked to brewery, but it was really interesting. You know, I had a connection to them and, you know, beer is obviously, you know, something I enjoy, but uh, he made the the connection. We, we were talking about selling it because I was like, okay, so where do you sell your beers? Right. Are you selling these all over the country, all over the world? And he was like, he was like, no, no, we actually don't. We try not to sell at all. We, we like to keep it local. We want to bring more people into his local, you know, into the local town of Astoria. Right. Yeah, and that's, that's, awesome. sim- that's similar to the fly shop thing. You know, it's very similar where instead of going and buying from Amazon, let's support the local fly shop and go in there. So what he said, you know, was like, go to your, go to your local brew pub and ask them to get Fort George on tap. And I mean, I think people right now can do the same, right? They're listening. They can go to their local Absolutely. fly shop or boat company and say, Hey, can you check out the tour? I mean, I'm going to help you with this mission, man, because I've been using the, um, you know, your anchor. I think, like I said, it works just as good, you know, or better than, you know, some of the other anchors, the old pyramid I've been using and that chain anchor. So, um, so I'm going to help promote it, man. I I'm looking forward to following your journey here. Well, we very much appreciate it, Dave. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, everyone. Support, those, support those fly shops, man. I mean, it's like you said, it's a small industry and we want to keep every one of them going. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's important. Yeah, totally. Totally. Well, I, we're going to get out of here just in one last one. I always like to check in. I think maybe you've mentioned, but in this next year, um, you're pretty much just focusing on, I mean, what is your number one focus? You said, if you had to say in the next year, you want to accomplish this, what, what is it? Um, yeah, again, just really working with the, with, with the boat manufacturers and really becoming in line with, with their offerings as well. Again, the goal is to make the tornado anchor, the standard anchor for drift boats. And I think that, you know, working with the OEMs is going to be a, a large part of becoming, making that a reality. Okay. So you'll see that there, but you also see, you know, you'll see more fly shops starting to carry the anchors. You, you know, you're going to see us pop around the industry probably more frequently. We're, we're trying to be pretty aggressive about it. Perfect. Perfect. So it's a tornado anchor dot, or tornado anchor right? You got it. Yep. That's it. Yeah, with what, without the S. 
without the S. Yes, singular. Gotcha. All right. Perfect. All right, Keith. Well, uh, thanks again. And I'll keep up with you on uh, social out there. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll connect with you soon and take it from there. Great, Dave. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. So there you go. If you want to find all of the show notes and all of the links for this episode, head over to wetflyswing.com slash 224. That's 224. Uh, if you get a chance, please support our sponsors. Uh, this is the best way uh, that we are supporting the show. We've had some amazing companies on board this year, and uh, they support us. It'd be amazing if you could uh, check over and support them as well. If you have a company in mind you think would be a good fit for this podcast, please send me an email or, uh, or message me. And I just want to thank you uh, before we get out of here for listening in till the very end. I appreciate your support again and hope to maybe catch you on the river or online. Thanks for listening to the Wet Fly Swing Fly Fishing Show. For notes and links from this episode, visit wetflyswing.com.